Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From border to border, across the Commonwealth of Kentucky, this is Big Blue Insider. Talk to Dick Gabriel. Call 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Or statewide at 1-800-606-GAME. That's 1-800-606-4263. Or you can tweet the show at Big Blue Insider 1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Hello, everybody, to the iHeart Media Megaplex. This is Dick Gabriel. This is the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider coming up tonight. Aaron Gershon, Hunter Shelton, they were down in Knoxville for the big win over the Volunteers, and we'll all look ahead to the Georgia Bulldogs. Plus, Billy Rutledge can't wait for this hour to be over because his Buccaneers are playing the Cowboys tonight. We'll talk about that tonight as well on the statewide edition of the BBI. Hey, guys, game's on. Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den. Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. The same great food you're accustomed to can now arrive at your door. The Cellar Bar and Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the Signature Club is open for delivery and Uber Eats. Check out our full menu online at CellarGrill.com. That's CellarGrill with an E dot com. You can also follow the Cellar on social media or call us at 317-8301. From the Cellar Bar and Grill to your door tonight, call 317-8301 now for the Cellar Bar and Grill delivery. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsidervs.com. Go Cats! For the health and safety of everyone, people are staying in their homes now more than ever before. It's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible. The professionals at Atmosphere Air Quality are here for you. Whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies, AC coil cleaning, even carpet cleaning and deodorizing, residential or commercial, call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts. 388-4424. 388-4424. 
Atmosphere Air Quality, the experts. A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your boots at the boot store. (laughs) Have you been dreaming of upgrading your home environment? Maybe a larger TV? A sound system so real you feel you're at the game? Music that plays throughout every room in your house, including the patio? Lighting you control with the touch of a button. This is Barney Miller, and our team of technology experts customizes technology solutions for Kentucky homeowners. Stop by our showroom downtown or visit BarneyMillers.com for more inspiration. At Barney Miller's, if you can dream it, we can design it. Border to border, it is the Big Blue Insider, Dick Gabriel, Hunter Shelton, Aaron Gershon, Billy Rutledge. Billy was in the studio. I was watching and listening, and we'll talk about the radio broadcast here in just a minute because it was priceless. But Aaron and Hunter were down there in Knoxville, and as you guys traveled down, I I saw another uh, reporter saying on his way down, he was already thinking about how am I going to report this one, you know, expecting the worst. And I think Hunter people – Kind of Kentucky fans kind of expected the worst. When you were going down there, what was your mindset? I mean, be honest. As you mentioned, how am I going to spin this? Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on how bad things gotten, because you know the spread opened at fourteen, which was the largest of the Calipari era, got all the way down to ten and a half, which I was surprised to see tip off, especially when um, Wheeler was officially ruled out as well as Damian. So, you know, I it it started out eight nothing, and you're thinking, here we go again. It's going to be another long night for Kentucky, but then, you know, they showed a little bit of fight. I didn't think it was going to be close at all. So to see them somehow pull off what I would consider a miracle, it was very surprising. Yeah, I'm with you. I didn't fully, going down there, didn't expect much, but definitely not in pregame warmups either. When you learn Severe's not going to play, you learn Damien's not going to play, and it just looked like it was going to be a mess. And even when they fell behind 8 nothing, though, the one thing I noticed that gave me a glimmer of hope was that bench was alive. There was a lot of energy. And, you know, this team has gotten off to a lot of slow starts. And Cal always likes to say, oh, the shots are there. We're just not hitting them. This was the one game where he was right to say that. I mean, C.J. Frederick misses a wide-open three. Antonio Reeves uh, missed a wide-open three during that first segment. The shots were there. Tennessee wasn't running. I mean, 8 nothing's a lead, but they weren't, like, it could have been a lot worse because they missed some shots early too and uh, they left the door open and Kentucky took advantage. I thought that in some games this year they did miss shots early they could have made, should have made. Yeah. But in those other games, they weren't guarding very well. Well, like that South that, Carolina game. Oh, they, like, they were sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. Yeah. And, and they were, but the in, shots were weak. Too. But in Knoxville, um, they I thought they were guarding yes. well. Tennessee played beat the clock once or twice, you know. They used uh, the big guy. And you're, yeah, that's right. Uh, and and you, but you're right. They just they just kept grinding, and then suddenly C.J. Frederick catches fire. I mean, what he had eight of those thirteen points in that thirteen to two run mm-hmm. to get them back into it. And you know, we there were a lot of questions about C.J. because you know he starts off the year hot, just like Antonio those first couple of games against Howard and Duquesne, and then he cools off like big time. And you're wondering, you know, where is the 
mental confidence at. It doesn't seem like he is even playable at points in the game. So, you know, it, it's good to see him show some mojo. We've seen him stick that tongue out these past couple of games. It seems like he's really starting to feel himself. And uh, we spoke with him today as well. And, you know, he's sort of taking on a leadership role with this team, which is desperately needed. So it, it is good to see CJ, you know, sort of emerge. And, you know, he needs to knock down threes a little bit more, I would say. But, you know, he's not as advertised, but he's getting there. Um, since the last time we spoke, Dick, Kentucky had one of the worst losses in the Calipari era because <laughs> it's been 14 years since the Gamecocks has won at Rupp Arena. Yeah. And then you have a bounce-back win on the road against the number five team in the country and in your most hated rival in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. And there is an, um, uh, like a larger swing of emotions than, that, than this past week. And I've bought back in. Honestly, <laughs> w- what I saw in Knoxville has given me enough to say that I think that there's some potential for them to not just make the tournament but possibly go on the run. <laughs> it's C.J. Frederick and Antonio Reeves. Those guys that's, making yeah. shots. Yeah. It make seems shots. like that's the difference. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah, you cannot win consistently – you don't make shots. I yeah. mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out, right? No, that was. I thought that was the biggest thing in addition to out-rebounding them by 20 oh, yeah. and just having more will to to win that game. But, yeah, I mean, Antonio had, had that one nasty step-back three when Tennessee rallied back to tie the game. And, you know, that was a moment where it was like, wow, they're going to win this one. They're not letting this one slide. And uh, CJ, hit, again, he, he hasn't been the consistent knockdown shooter he was at Iowa. But he was much better, and he's he's kind of taking the role, I think, of the leader of this team. It, you could hear you could hear him call out plays on defense. You could call see him, you know, with a Duthiero playing point guard, which hopefully we don't see again. But um, consoling him when there was a turnover, I think he's the leader of this team. And you mentioned too, you know, Tennessee did battle back, and UK went through a couple of those three yeah. four minute scoring drafts that we've seen the entire season. I think Ziegler hit a layup to put Tennessee up by two. That's right. And that's the point in the game where you're thinking, okay, here comes the crumble. But CJ comes up on the other end, knocks down a three. So, you know, it's that fight that fans have been yearning for for the entire season. And it's not that Kentucky played a fantastic game of basketball in Knoxville on Saturday. Far from it. But, you know, Tennessee collapsed. UK took advantage of it. And just that sort of fight – is and you've heard the word fight surrounding this basketball team, and you will as long as, fight. as as long as Oscar is a part of this team, you will hear that. But they showed it, and that's yeah. that's what they got to do to win games. They're going to have to win these rock fight matchups because they're going to have to lean on their defense. And yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because Billy, the other thing they did was hit free throws. And how many times in the Calipari era, and going back to Memphis, and it's well documented, what would his resume look like? If his teams consistently hit free throws the way, not incredibly well, just the way they're supposed to. (laughs) And this team, I think, would have two or three fewer losses if they'd hit free throws. Yeah, at the very least, another championship when it comes to John Calipari. I think he hit a couple more free throws. And here in Memphis. And then in Memphis. Yeah, I didn't even think about the Memphis one. I think you're right. 22 of 25. I mean, that is a huge difference in the game huh. and a big change of what they've been, um, what we've seen this year so far. And something we haven't mentioned yet, they won this game without their point guard. Xavier Wheeler was not did not play in this game. And I happened and to Wallace think. And Wallace was hurt. And Wallace had back spasms. Yeah. He didn't play his best as well. I think this is going to be a storyline moving forward is the amount of yeah. minutes that Xavier Wheeler plays. Because we've seen the lineup of Wallace at the point and Reeves and Frederick on the floor with guys like Toppin and Oscar. And we've seen it work well. But is he going to stick with it? Can he take a player's heart and bench Xavier for, you know, half the game? I'm not sure. 
Well, one person in this room has been campaigning for that <laughs> since before the year began, almost. Looking yeah. right at you, Aaron. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I, I don't, I'm not trying to pile on severe Wheeler by any means because he's a great passer and he does some really good things defensively. But this team just flows better. It, you have the threat of the two shooters, obviously, with CJ and Antonio. We saw the difference that made. Uh, then Kaysen, you know, he, the back issue, and you were saying before the show, and you're right, that's one that's not going to go away. So it's not like you're going to be able to play him 40 minutes, but the offense flows better with Casey Wallace and his skill set. And I think, honestly, defenses just respect him more and they pay more attention to to. him. They have to because he's more of a threat with Wheeler. They don't care if he shoots because he's going to miss most of the time. I'm sorry. That's just how it is with him. So I think you have to respect CJ. You have to respect Antonio. You still have to respect Oscar. You have to respect Casey. I mean, it just causes more issues when Severe's on the floor. You can double one of those guys. Well, I really firmly believe that that what is one of the the biggest drawback with Wheeler, believe it or not, not his shooting, it's the fact that he ain't hitting his free throws. No, he can't. And we talked about this before we went on the air. If you're point guard who gets to the line a lot because he's the best penetrator they have, and he's the best guy at drawing fouls they have, but if you're 50 50 at the line, sit down next to me, kid. Right? 100%. Absolutely. And two, his numbers. Free throw wise, crunch time when it gets oh, later in the game, they're even worse. So, yeah. you know, but he's capable. I know, and but and a lot of a lot of metrics as well. You'll see lineups with Xavier Wheeler in them are statistically better. But Plus as minus, we know, yeah. numbers can lie sometimes. And when you see him on the floor with certain lineups, there's just no flow. Obviously, the spacing has been such a big issue for this team. So, you know, again, Xavier's a polarizing figure with yeah. this team, and it. How much he plays going down the stretch of games when you know you're close, it's going to be a big thing to keep an eye on. Uh, I believe I've heard that this team had a players only meeting after the yeah, South Carolina game. Did, yeah. yes. it seems like that they're committed to not letting this happen again. And I think we saw some of that with Xavier Wheeler on the bench, yeah. standing up and cheering and the energy that he showed. A guy that didn't play a minute in the South Carolina game, but I thought made a huge impact on the Tennessee game was Adutiero. Oh, not oh a minute gosh. in the South Carolina game. But in the 12 minutes that he played against Tennessee, it wasn't he didn't fill up the stat sheet, but he did bring some energy. He played well on defense. He, he stole fights. an inbounds pass. I mean, those are things that I think that, you know, is valuable and is sometimes needed when it comes to winning in the SEC. Yeah, and it was interesting after the South Carolina game, as Cal Perry said, look, you know, when Frederick's on, that those are minutes that ordinarily might go to reduce the arrow. But of course, with Wheeler out, with Wallace hurting, the minutes were there. But as I said, he does things that, that force the coaches to put him in. Like, man, you can't afford to not have me in there. He's right? going to start taking minutes from – and it happened on uh, on Saturday. He's going to start taking minutes from Chris Livingston. I yeah. think that's what's going to happen. So. And I yeah. think Chris does a lot of good things too. He's an effort guy, but a, a dude just does a little bit more on the defensive end, and I think that's the big difference. Which is really amazing it given the their stature. Well, not, the, not even that. Yeah. But who's bigger? Who's stronger? Yeah. Physicality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did let me? How much did he play in the second half? Oh, I'm not sure if he even played in the second. half. I don't half. remember him being in. I know he was a starter, so he might yeah. have started the half. But I'll I'll see if I can pull yeah. that up. Yeah, Chris has been one of those guys who has fluctuated even from the jump. I mean, he started the first few games, but you know, you saw in the Michigan State game, and granted that was early, but you know, there were still some growing pains there. He still got those freshman moments, and you're still seeing that now. But then you also see Chris, he had one really tough layup against Tennessee where he just attacked, got to the rim, and finished. So it's clearly there. It's just, is he going to be able to put something together over the next couple of months to prove that he can be a guy who can play more than, say, 20, 22 minutes a game? Yeah. And he's 
kind of changed his game a little bit from looking for the outside shot to getting inside, getting to the rim. I think, Hunter, because of what you just said, he is strong. He's got great hands, I think, uh, and he's got a decent handle, but he seems still seems lost on defense. And he's not a bad three-point shooter either. I, I, he's not taking a ton of them this year, but his numbers are pretty decent. But you know, as you mentioned, Adu is a guy who, you know, I don't know that there is a quote-unquote spark plug player on this team, but Adu could be that guy. And, you, you know, you even saw him come in. He goes four for four from the free throw line. That's huge for a freshman like that. So, you know. In I, that atmosphere. Right. Yeah, that, in, oh, in man. Thing for me was the, that. And all the guys. I mean, you got to tip your cap when they've been struggling so much at the free throw line. But Adu was cold-blooded at the line. It didn't yeah. phase him in all of them. I mean, uh, every single guy. I mean, they missed three free throws all day. So, every single guy that got to the stripe did something really good there. So, and I think Antonio was eight for eight. I mean, that's yeah. big time. Well, I mentioned Aaron and Hunter were down there. Billy was here in the studio, and again, I had the TV and the radio on. Uh, and Billy is working as our as our producer, but uh, clearly with an ear on the game. I've never heard Jack Givens so excited, especially coming down the stretch, doing the coaching. You I'm going, yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's good. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and Tom Leach talked about it tonight on the show. I know you're taking phone calls. But he said when C.J. Frederick dove on the floor for that loose ball mm. – and then I think somebody else went after it as well. Might have been Livingston. I think it was Kaysen. It, was it might have been. It was Kaysen. That's Kaysen. right. That's right. He said, "I thought Jack was going after the ball." <laughs> I mean, Jack Givens loves to beat Tennessee. Right? Yeah, yeah, and he would have been great in that game. Oh uh, yeah, just because of the <laughs> would have made shots. And uh, one of my favorite parts of the game was Kaysen Wallace getting that bloody lip. And who was it on the sideline that was right in his face talking to him? It was Tyler Eulis. Yeah, it was. Yeah. On the coaching staff, the guy that knows a little of something about having blood trickle down his face yeah. during the middle of a game. Which they show before every game in Rupp Arena. That's right. Every single game. So that's the kind of thing that we're talking about when it comes to fight and energy and just kind of getting back on track. And we saw a lot of those signs against Tennessee. But you're right, Jack. If you don't haven't listened to the broadcast you're out there and uh, you've only watched it on TV, just go ahead and flip it over yeah. and listen to the enthusiasm of those guys. And depending on how you get your TV, like I get mine, I watch on Hulu through Roku box. Mm-hmm. So TV is ahead by about a minute. I hit pause on the TV and let the radio catch up, and it syncs it up perfectly. And you're good to go for yeah. the rest of the game. Uh, Jack played back in the day against Bernie and Ernie, and those were the best Tennessee teams there were. Yeah, You know, uh, they, they challenged Kentucky. Even when Givens and Lee and those guys were at UK, they challenged for the SEC title. And in 1977, I'll take you back, Kentucky goes to Knoxville, misses free throws, and these are good shooters. Jack might have missed one front end. And they lose to Tennessee. They tied for the conference title. And Kentucky got shipped off to Maryland to play North Carolina in the East Regional instead of going to Rupp Arena when you could still do that Uh and playing in Rupp in the Mideast Regional on their home floor when it was still – it wasn't against a rule yet. Oh, wow. They could have won their way to the final throw four through Lexington, and they clearly would have won the national title that year. That was the year uh, Marquette won, I think, with – yeah, with uh, McGuire. And Kentucky had the best team in the country by far, but fell behind. North Carolina goes four corners. They came to within one, lost the game. If they beat Tennessee, they're playing on their home court oh my God. in the NCAA tournament. The way they did in 84 with Bowie and Turpin, beat Louisville, beat Illinois, and they changed the rule after that. It's not fair. Kentucky got to play on their home floor. That's another Kentucky rule, kids. There you go. Not playing on your home floor would have eventually happened. 
That's a Kentucky rule. Look, I'm sure it was the same way back then, too. I don't know what it is about these modern Tennessee players, whether it be Grant Williams or Fulkerson or Viscovi or Plasevic or that oh guy was God. the worst against Tennessee. Maybe it's because we're a Kentucky show, but it just seems like they don't have the most upstanding individuals. Well, when uh, Plavich threw was it Oscar or who, who did he throw well, to the floor? He threw Oscar. After he threw three, Oscar. But the that one, we, that was right under our basket. That one was a, some good acting, I have to say. He did throw him. The one that killed me was on the other side of the floor. He's on his plastics already on his way down, and he grabs Kaysen yeah. by the jersey, yeah. yanks him down. A guy with back issues for no reason. That one didn't. Well, that's sit a well bonus to Plavich. And <laughs> oh, he's got back issues. And, I yeah, got him. <laughs> and no fouls on either one. Yeah, so. yeah. No, there were some. Should have been. Yeah. I thought, and honestly, I will say that the, the travel against Kaysen was oh. bad. <laughs> I'm an outlier on the one against Lance Ware. When he tripped over his own teammates, yeah, okay that was a that. travel. I was okay with that. Social media went nuts. No, that was that a travel. Was a travel. The case in one you can oh, see, he never terrible. had possession of it. As I tweeted, step, step, pass. Right. Yep. That's yep. that's the rule. Yep. All right, we'll take a break, come back, talk more Kentucky and a little bit of NFL. Billy's got an eye on the TV screen. We're back in a minute here on the statewide edition of the BBI. Hey, DQ fans, do you really like cheeseburgers? Do you love a delicious deal? Well, boy, does DQ have just the thing for you. Say hello to the DQ Cheeseburger Lovers Deal. Get two of our legendary DQ single burgers for $5 or two glorious third-pound double cheeseburgers for just $7. The DQ Cheeseburger Lovers Deal will help you keep yourself and your wallet nice and full. Get yours today, only at participating DQ locations. DQ, happy taste good winter brings all kinds of weather but a new toyota is ready for anything like an exciting new camry america's best-selling car you can even get one with all-wheel drive now through january 31st during toyota's all-weather drive season get 3.99 apr financing on a new 22 or 23 camry with approved credit through tfs excludes trd and hybrids and every new toyota comes with two years no cost maintenance get complete details at buyatoyota.com toyota Let's go places. Noses don't stop running at five o'clock. Sore throats never sleep. Because your symptoms go around the clock, so do your options for care at Baptist Health. With evening hours seven days a week and 24 seven video visits, you always have access to the care you know and trust. To find the nearest urgent care location or to start your video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. This is urgent care centered on you. Hey, Big Blue Nation, Liquor Barn has everything you need for this week's Wildcat basketball action. And you know what? We make it easy to stock up for game watch parties. All you have to do is head to your nearest Liquor Barn store or just go to liquorbarn.com to download the Liquor Barn app and place an order for pickup or delivery. Shop Kentucky's favorite spirits, wine, and beer store. And you know what? You're going to have yourself more time to cheer on the cats. Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. Go Cats! Tempur-Pedic, Sealy. Purple and Ashley mattresses. Not sale priced, clearance priced. P-Rats is cleaning out, clearing out, and closing out to make way for new merchandise. Now get up to 30% and extra savings on floor sample and closeout mattresses from the top brands. Get a free power base upgrade on all Sealy mattress sets, $5.99 and up. Queen mattresses start at only $1.99. Plus up to six years special financing. Nobody beats P-Rats. There are lots of ways to make Skyline part of your game plan. You can pregame with friends in five ways at your favorite Skyline or carry out conies to crush during the game. 
and Skyline is the only place for post-game Cholitos and chili cheese fries. Football, basketball, baseball, or soccer. High school, college, or pro. Doesn't matter. Game time is always a good time for Skyline. So get your game face on and get your Skyline game plan together. Feeling good. It's Skyline time. Border to border, it is the statewide edition of the BBI. Dick Gabriel with Hunter Shelton, Aaron Gershon, Billy Rutledge. We're teasing Billy because his Buccaneers currently playing one of the last two teams in the playoffs after a full weekend, bizarre weekend, and a no score early with the Cowboys. You know how much I hate the Cowboys, so I'm Same. on your side all over. Thank you. Tonight. Same here. Yeah. Uh, and you're at home because even though <laughs> – Losing record. Losing record. <laughs> Eight and nine. You're a you're a division champion. <laughs> Funny how that works. That, just, that feels nice. You yeah. saying that actually? If you could say call me a division champion again, that would be I, great. Do you do you do you get wistful? You were watching just as the game began. They took a shot at the end zone with the big pirate ship. And UK fans who went to the Outback Bowl, they were like, "Wow, look at the boat!" You know. Yeah. Didn't you say your season tickets were right up there? Yeah, they were right next to the ship. And uh, during the TV timeouts, they they play a pirate song, and everybody turns around and they throw beads yeah. from the ship. And everybody turns around and catches the beads like Mardi Gras. And the beads smell like salty seawater. And it's <laughs> no. just, it brings me back. Yeah, it does. And uh, If you would, catch enough beads, you get a free beer or something? I don't know about that. I didn't, when I was eight years old, I didn't know. They give them to your dad. I didn't know what they really meant. <laughs> but, um, you know, I wish I was there. I'm just glad it's not August. You know, I don't wish I was there in August. But, you uh, know, a January playoff game, I'm sure it's great right now. Yep, yep. And we are all, I think, Hunter, you hate the Cowboys too. You're a Texans guy. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, who likes the Cowboys? Let's be honest. Too, far too many people. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and I will point out, and by the way, Hunter uh, can choose whoever he wants to root for in the playoffs. He's waiting on the draft, being a Texans fan. Absolutely. And have you just selected the quarterback yet that you want? Look, I mean, I think we touched on this last week, but I, I'm i willing to give Levis a couple of years just to see what happens. He's got the intangibles. We, we spoke with Liam Cohen when he was reintroduced as offensive coordinator. He, again, had nothing but good things to say, reaffirming that Will is going to be good as an NFL guy. He, he should win over his locker room wherever he lands easy. You know, Houston is craving for some sort of quarterback play. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, that, that video that circulates of him uh, when he was, I think it was before he was even at Penn State, that video of him throwing darts at some camp, you know, they'll, they'll get that video rolling. I, I, I'm down for Will. I mean, I, I wouldn't hate Bryce Young either. I'm not crazy about C.J. Stroud myself, but... I've been to Houston a few times uh, back when I worked down in the old Southwest Conference, went down there once. Been down there with UK baseball three or four times. Huge city, but it, they're all about the Houston franchise. So you think about a guy like Levis, his personality, and, you know, if things go well at all, which they won't at first. No. But no. Uh, but but I think people will, will really grow to like him. Yeah, and as I believe you touched on last week as well, that offensive line, he's going to be used uh, to dealing with um, a lot of pressure. Yeah. And there, there's going to be a lot of it. And yeah. just Media. wait till the NFL scouts see that banana video. <laughs> They've seen it, I promise. <laughs> uh, They've already seen it. Seen the coffee and I'm okay with that. It's coffee and mayonnaise that bothers me. Now, Aaron is wearing his Daniel Jones jersey. And Aaron, so here's another sack of Dak. Uh, fumble. Now, it's oh, dead ball, dead ball. Uh I, I was teasing Aaron. He swears he was behind day Daniel one, Jones 100% you. from day one. Yes. I don't remember it that way, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. 
I've loved uh, his skill set. And well, he he's got a you know, and and coming up under the the QB coach he came up under at Duke, same guy who tutored Eli the Manning, Manning brothers, Peyton Manning, yeah, yeah, and, and and the whole Manning family. Yeah, I mean, think about it. He was stuck with Pat Shermer and Jason Garrett the last three years. I mean, and now you go from look at what Brian Dable did with Josh Allen, and did I think it was going to be this monumental of a leap? No, but. Well, Look, Barkley's healthy. Barkley's healthy. The offensive line's a little bit better, but you still look at who's that receiver. Right. Isaiah Hodgins, right. Darius Slate, and Richie James. Do they draft a receiver this year? I, I would think so. Is that what they're looking at? It's either that or now it's such a late first-round pick. Maybe you go with the trade. You remember who they drafted last year? Wondell Robinson. Pretty good guy. guy. hit a 100-yard yeah. game and then tears his ACL. But yeah. Richie James, to his credit, has stepped in and played great. So No Kenny Galladay? <laughs> Though he had a nasty block when he came in uh, on, on a Saquon run yesterday. So, no, this team has bought in, and they do just enough on defense. And it's fun, man. I mean, I'm not getting my hopes too far up. They haven't won a game in Philly in 10 years. Uh, but I will say every Giants playoff run since 2002, they've either lost their first game or they've won the Super Bowl. No in between. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm so curious to see what Wandale does. Yeah. Uh, dating back to camp, might have been the second day of camp, he went up in traffic and pulled in a pass. Yeah. And it, it had legs for three days in no, the media. He was, and he was he had a 100-yard game. Again, the Giants have only had two 100-yard receiving games all oh, year. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying this was a catch yeah, in minicamp. Yeah, no, he, he was And they happen. went nuts. Yeah. And he'll take that slot roll back next year, and it should be fun. But yeah. I'm, it's all about the f- present right now. It's all about the – for once. It's usually we're the team in the draft with the Texans. Uh, yeah. This year we can focus on the present a And, you long. know, you could also say the Jags have already played two playoff games since Absolutely. they had to win Week 18 yeah. against Good the Titans. And point. Josh Allen was the one that made that defensive touchdown to, sure for them to beat the Titans yeah. at the end. So yeah. Josh Allen making an impact as well. Yeah, and uh, I went to that Titans game the week of the bowl game, mm. and I'm watching the Titans, and I'm like, you know, they're 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 good, but they're not, you know, I, especially with Tannehill out. I noticed even with Tannehill, I was there week one against the Giants yeah. game. They went for two and one, and I wasn't impressed then, and I didn't think it would get as bad as it did. They were just getting it done somehow. Yeah, you know, defense. But, uh, yeah, defense. Yeah, well, you know, they got a team. So I guess Kentucky fans now, uh, who and I was one of them. I forgot Corey Peters was on that team. When did he join the Jags? Jags? I don't know. When did he leave the Cardinals? <laughs> Had to have been. Must have been last off. Yeah, I I must have so. been, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. Three Jags, though. But, yeah, and then, uh, you know, extended his career. There was a point where he was suck a few years ago telling people here, eh, maybe hanging it up. Nah. Good, Good for him. him. Good pension. Good for yeah. him. All right, we'll take a break. Come back, and we'll keep talking about Liam Cohen and the football cats. A little more basketball as well. Here on the Stay White edition of the Big Blue Insider. The Livesey Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296-1913 or visit Livesey group.com 
Shamrock Bar and Grill on Pageant Drive has always been your home for good food, great times, cold beer, and the biggest games on TV. But did you know you can bring that world-famous Shamrock atmosphere to your home? Shamrock's is now delivering food, growlers, and six-packs to your door. Find our full menu at shamrocksky.com or call our Pageant Drive location at 269-7621. Call them up tonight for delivery. You can also have Shamrock's food delivered by Uber Eats. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone's Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop. Top quality meats for less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com. Hey, guys, game's on. Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den. Go, Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the cat's energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. Attention fleet owners. Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business. Keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business. With winter on its way, protect your investment with Hydrosphere Services, the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch. With Hydrosphere, you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial-grade equipment. Visit HydrosphereServices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200. That's 219-2200. A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your boots at the boot store. <laughs> Welcome back. It's the statewide edition of the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel, Aaron Gershon, Hunter Shelton, and Billy Rutledge. And we touched on Liam Cohen prior in the previous segment and in between the time we spoke last and now, uh, as Aaron pointed out, or Hunter, one, one of you guys, mentioned we did get a chance to Zoom with, uh, with Liam. I did not ask mm. a question, but the, the first time we had a Zoom call with Liam Cohen, he called me Chip, misunderstood my name. <laughs> Call me. I saved that clip. Yeah, Chip. What's your question? Uh, I always want to be called Chip. But uh, anything jump out of that interview, Aaron? I'll start with you from uh, from Cohen. Yeah, I thought it was one. It was very good to have him uh, do that and take the time to you know meet with us before he got here. Um, the biggest thing for me was the offensive line and how adamant he was that that is number one priority. I asked first thing about, he mentioned. Yeah, and he I got him to expand on two different things. That one. That being his top priority, you know, knowing that uh, he, he the quote that stood out to me, not exact quote, but what he said was it was something I never worried about when I was here. Yeah. He said, like, get, getting a he third knew. and one was never going to be something I was concerned about. So this, you know, watching from afar this year and seeing the offensive line struggle so mightily and sometimes not even 
have Chris Rodriguez bail them out. I mean, you know you have to turn that around. And also, I thought it was encouraging that he likes uh, Zach Yenzer, and he was uh, a part of that hiring process the first time. I didn't remember when the timetable was, but he was still here before. Uh, he was still here when Wolford left, and then Yenzer was already kind of decided on before he got here. So And Wolford had kind of a push-button job. He did, yeah. That was a, he and he was, treated it that way. Yeah, and he was recruiting. And you and you cannot look. He did it. He did a good job. He the O line played well. And Liam said he loved the guy, yesterday. but did or not did not develop talent. He didn't develop talent, and you know it's <laughs> look th- that happens with college jobs where you you know you land somewhere else. Bama's oh yeah refusing Nick Saban whatever, but he was out recruiting Tyler Steen, a guy Kentucky really could have used and got him for Bama. Yeah. So going on that too with the offensive line, obviously. You know, Liam had three NFL guys yeah. on that line too. So and he pointed that out. And you know, there there will be a lot of adjustment for him. And he also touched on getting guys like Tavion Robinson, Kenneth Horsey, Brendan Bates back in the fold. He's got guys who knows what he is about as an OC. Who can you know? He I think he said instill the culture into the younger guys. And with those younger guys, a lot of the people like Barry and Brown who are here now were originally coming to play for Cohen. Yeah. And you know. He, he has seen the potential with guys like Barryana Dane, and I think he just he knows how he's going to be able to work with all those guys together. And um, with the running back situation as well, he did mention that someone was going to have to emerge. He didn't immediately you know say that the job was going to be Ray Davis's, Juton McClain. Yeah. He did mention um, Ramon Jefferson was actually a guy that he recruited back when Liam was at Maine. Yeah. Um, so what little we saw him, I liked. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what it was. And I saw a video drive. of him when he was in Texas. I was, yeah, I, I, well, I liked what I saw in the preseason. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all the pieces seem to be there. They did so well in the transfer portal. The recruiting class really came together at the end. Now you've got the guy who was pulling the strings to a ten-win season in twenty-one. Everything seems to be in play, and you know, Liam is such a likable guy. You know, when you. Speak with him. Not that Scangarello wasn't. No, no he was. but Rich was fantastic yeah. to Actually. speak with. And yeah. Great, great mind. It's just, oh, yeah. you know, things didn't work out. Bad but fit. Right. But with Liam, you know, there there is a clear, you know, there's a reason for everything. Yeah. When he when he talks to you about whatever, there, there's obviously something that, you know. Um, you know, speaking of Scangarillo, I thought one of the most interesting things that Liam Cohen said may have been a little shade to the former offensive <laughs> coordinator where he said what he learned it, with his time in Los Angeles, was how to adapt. Yes. I mean, look at how many injuries that they had mm. and how many quarterbacks that they went through. And Liam talked about, and you can correct me if the verbiage is wrong, is that uh, adapting the scheme to the players and not the players to the scheme. And I think we saw maybe too much of the latter here at Kentucky this past yeah. year. And how about just adapting to the league? He kept bringing it up. Oh, uh, he almost had a quote, wasn't directly this, but he implied that he didn't think the SEC would be that hard. He pretty much said, pretty much, you know, yeah, it was very much along the lines of he didn't understand how hard the SEC was coming from the NFL. He kind of assumed, oh, the NFL, nothing's going to even top that, which obviously nothing does, but it's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. There, you got no, NFL players, you he, can compete in the NFL. Right. And, you know, he was only an FCS offensive coordinator at the college level. He was never a FBS, let well, alone a Power Five or SEC coordinator. See, to me, that doesn't matter. It's all about your personnel. Well, yeah, back to what Billy yeah. said, you can be a Division Three coordinator. Sure. How Mummy called plays on Division Three. Yeah, sure. And look what he's considered now. No, that's but true. But when Mummy got here, there was a shelf full of SEC talent on offense, and for all we know, maybe on defense. But his D coordinator was so horrible. Right. Uh, but it, it depends. Like Billy said, you you got to go with what you've got, and it seemed like Scangarella was. Trying to pound that round peg into a square hole, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And another thing with Liam, too, that jumped out was that 
his year in Lexington, then going back to L.A., he didn't think he was going to miss coaching these college, college athletes kids, yeah. as much as he was. On a personal level. At, on on a personal that, yeah. level because, you know, he says, you know, he's great friends with Matthew Stafford, but, you know, he's not talking to Matthew Stafford about anything that is not related yeah. to football. Stafford's not going to come in and say, I just had a fight with my wife and right. my girlfriend and, and I broke and, up. And he and Cohen mentioned that exact thing. You know, he he enjoyed having that personal relationship with players here at Kentucky. He enjoyed having them over for dinner or whatever. And with Stafford, it's all schematics. It's all about, you know, how can I become a better quarterback? How can the offense work? I think he really enjoyed this season in Lexington. He enjoyed Lexington in general as a city. And, you know, once obviously he also mentioned he had to jump at the opportunity to become an NFL offensive coordinator. And I don't think anyone can blame him for that. But just being away from Lexington, he realized he was sort of missing this a little bit. We had uh, an outing with the team when uh, Cohen first got here um, this summer. They have a a night where they have a cookout during summer camp. Mm -hmm. They invited the TV and radio people from the network and. It was really funny because Cohen was just, we were just standing around talking. That's when Trevin Wallace came up to me, came up to all of us. I think I may have told you this story. Stuck his hand up. My name's Trevin Wallace. You're going to be hearing about me. It was great. <laughs> He's right. And I reminded him that after the Missouri game, he had such a big game. I said, do you remember what you said to me? He goes, no, what did I say? And I told him, he goes, well, I was, I was right. <laughs> Anyhow, was. on that same night, Cohen told us a story about how somebody in the mall heard him talking to his wife and said, hey, are you Coach Cohen? You the new offense because he recognized his voice from being on one of the radio wow. shows. He said, "What? what is this town? You know, and he loved hey, it. And that might happen in some, like Green Bay, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, it ain't going to happen with the Rams when they are, you know, they're no. playing on the road at home every week. He could have been wearing a sign that said, my name's Liam Cohen. They they'd be like, yeah. you're yeah. an actor? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Liam also mentioned, too, you know, they won 10 games when he was here his only year. So he was only feeling the love. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sure if he was in a situation like Scangarello was in this year, that you know a little bit of that might not have been there. So I, I think he really just enjoyed Lexington. And that was maybe even a bigger part for him and his family than oh, yeah. you know, just coming back to be the OC at UK again. Uh, now this scoring update from the Bucks cowboys game from Billy Rutledge. Uh, cowboys have scored a touchdown, but they missed the extra point. So it is 6-0. to in Those the first quarter. always come back. They do. Bites. They always come back. Speaking of, I don't know how much we've talked. Well, I know we have talked about the uh, uh, special teams, <laughs> new special teams coordinator. Yeah. But uh, Cohen touched on that a little bit did. In, in, his, in his news conference. Uh, that's going to be an interesting story as that unfolds. No doubt. And it's, Not just the coach, but the personnel. Yeah, you gotta you got to execute there. I mean – it takes pressure off your offense too, right? I mean, I feel like this offense probably knew, man, we got to score a touchdown, or if we're, you know, at the behind the twenty yard line, we're not scoring. I mean, they just could not execute field goals, and it wasn't all ruffalos. The snaps, it was the holds, it was everything. Yeah. It was a bad combination. So they got to get they got to get fundamentally. Well, the holds sound. and snaps got into Ruffalo's head. Exactly, you got to yeah. be fundamentally sound and. uh get the right personnel, and now you have a coach dedicated to it, so that's good. Is this the first time we've spoken since the College Football National Championship? Yeah. Where we Georgia Yeah, because the game we were, was on. Yeah, the, right. and it was still like a – I think was, we left here. Wasn't even halftime. Wasn't a game. Yeah, but when like we left, it was 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a game. And you think back to how Kentucky played Georgia. Thank you. And how it wasn't like that at all, nope. right? No. So it makes you think that if it did expand to 12, that Kentucky would have a shot as good as anybody, right? With the right team, yeah. Yeah, so I think that is what there is to be excited for when it comes to the future of Kentucky. I get it. Look, bowl games are 
fun, okay? Putting guys in the NFL, that's great for recruiting. But what fans want are playoff victories. And you now think? Kentucky has a chance well, to actually yeah. make the postseason of college football. Yeah, I think I think this year the expectations going into it were to crack that New Year's Six. And they, you know, they've gotten to the Sixers Bowl, which is they're one step away. And yeah. They just didn't get there. And Problem you got coming up? Have you seen a schedule? That's, I was just going to get to that. Man. The one reason, Billy, that I'm still concerned, I don't know if that playoff will Be ever concerned. happen. Be concerned. Is because it's not going to be starting probably next year. We'll see if it's 25, but it's not going to be your SEC East where you get Vandy, you get Missouri every year. It's going to be. And you get Tennessee at home. Yeah, yeah buddy. You're going to get Alabama more often. Yeah. You're going to get Texas and Oklahoma. You're going to get uh, Auburn if they turn it around, LSU. But you got I mean, Alabama this coming year. Yeah, in Lexington, do. In though. Lexington. Yeah. You're still, <laughs> you <laughs> go to Georgia. Matter. Right. Yeah, you do. Uh, you go to Florida. Yeah, uh, no, well, Florida, Florida's, Florida's here. here. Florida There's one more. Here. There's one more road. Starkville, where Stoops is. Starkville, thank you. Uh, yeah. Not just Stoops. They haven't won there since 08. And th this schedule, too, it's really favorable at the beginning. I believe it runs Ball State, EKU, yeah. Akron. Vandy. First road game at Vandy. Yeah. Easy opportunity to start 4-0. And then I believe Again. that's the Florida game. Where yes. you know anything, and can they, can, they you know they can win, right? And they then, win this then you go to Athens, which could be in a similar situation <laughs> to two seasons ago, yeah, yeah. where UK went to Athens undefeated. A little bit of buzz. And you have to it. admit, South Carolina now is going to be a challenge. Yeah, I think they're. You'd think so. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, maybe if Kentucky plays their backup quarterback. <laughs> I'm not I'm Billy not, already talking smack. All right, I'm not a Shane Beamer guy by any means. I I don't know. There's something the about little him. TikTok that, dance. You got to win this I've, year, but I've seen South wait. Carolina waste more talent, oh, yeah. and more opportunities, and I just have a feeling well, about Beamer. It's to the, me Beamer. He now nah, a different kind of guy, but he reminds me of Stoops in that the one thing that kept that struck me about Stoops when he got here and has ever since, he's professional. He's a professional yeah. coach. And I'm not knocking any other coach they had here, but look where look at his background, look where he came from, That's look at true. all the different ways they won. He went to, he was in different programs that were all yeah. successful and he yeah. fled Arizona before it fell apart. Uh you know, and I and Beamer's yeah. a lot like that to I me. I think one thing with them, they both grew away from the kind of their family tree, right? I mean, Stoops didn't work with he left his brother. He yes. left Arizona and yes. he went to Good point. Uh, Florida State, where Beamer was with his dad his whole life, coached at Virginia Tech, goes to Oklahoma, has success. So yeah. I yeah. think that's uh, it is a good comparison. But at, at the same time, I, I mean, South Carolina too is one of the most underrated high school football talent states too. So if you get into that state, Joker and, Phillips pulled more talent out of that yeah. state for Rich Brooks. Including Raphael Little. Well, look at just look at Kentucky. Got Andrew Phillips and Jalen Geiger. Yeah, two pretty good defensive yeah. backs out of that state. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, and uh, it's going to be a situation where uh, Cohen has got to figure out a different way. He, you know, when he got here, he had Wandale. He's got receivers. We know that he's got a different kind of quarterback, though, Hunter. Which to me is going to be fascinating to see what this offense looks like. Again, yeah. Uh, Pro style is a big thing. Leary is someone who should be able to flourish under Cohen's tutelage yeah. as an offensive coordinator. You're not going to have the same running that they were able to exploit with Levis. But, you know, Cohen also, when we spoke with him, he, he mentioned that there were still some things that he felt like he could pluck out of Leary to really improve his game, get him under center a little bit more, get him more comfortable for that future NFL draft Play action pool because at, he he spoke about developing Leary as a potential NFL quarterback uh, after this upcoming season as well. Yeah. You got to think, Billy. If you're Devin Leary. You're going to come in here and you're like, okay, I know I can play. 
I played against some pretty good teams in the ACC. Mm -hmm. I'm playing big boy football now. But my OC developed Will Levis and worked with the L.A. Rams both before and after, mm -hmm. you know. Stafford so, Goff. Yeah, yeah uh, Stafford, Goff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to this guy, right? Yeah, and you got to think with you – know, he's already got one – good complete season underneath his belt. So we know it's possible in the right scheme. So I think the confidence has to be there as long as the health is as well. That's going to be the biggest question yeah. because you're playing in the SEC. It, you get banged around a little bit. You've seen the importance of a backup quarterback, not just last year for Kentucky. Let's look at the last five or six. So, yeah. I mean, even though he is the starter and it seems like Kentucky has become transfer portal U, uh, who's going to be the backup I think yeah. will be a big story. No. You know, the last guy I can recall getting through a season – Without injuries and make you wonder, it was Andre Woodson? I, I mean, by a guy who was successful, mm -hmm. you know. Yep. But they were play action. He had a good old line. Uh, he didn't run much, you know. So right. he was able to avoid yeah. people slamming into him. Yeah. Because when you look at Levis's injuries from this past year, that's the kind of injury you get when you're punished, basically. Punished. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leary's Leary's injuries. What did he have? A broken leg. Fibula one year? and yeah, a torn. And then the torn yeah. pec. Those are not. They're freak. Yeah. They're, but thank if you, you get hit. That could happen. I, I don't know how they happen, yeah. but yeah. And, and just, touching on the O line too, uh -huh. it, it is easy to say that Marquez Cox and Tanner Bowles are going to. I don't want to say plug and play because you know yeah. there are still some questions there. Cox got hurt against UK this season. Mm -hmm. You know, the offensive line will surely be better than what it was this past season because how could it not? I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> can only you know, go up from here. Anything, it could be surprising. But, you know, it's not like Leary is going to be uh, living with the same O-line that Levis had two seasons ago. Yeah, and if you put one better guy on the O-line, everybody else gets better. That's how O-lines work. So, right, and you're moving Horsey back to guard. That's which is, huge. Uh, we'll talk yeah, about that. Cool. On the other side of the break, it's the statewide edition of the BBI. This new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable. Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA. And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The iForce Max hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction. Well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes. When we say you can go anywhere and do anything. Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich. Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Girl Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials. A lot of banks claim to be the best, but we let our awards speak for us. Fork Bank has been named a Best Places to Work award winner for eight consecutive years. We attract and hire some of the best bankers in the region to provide you with a one-of-a-kind experience. And we were recently named a best-in-state bank by Forbes and the number one ranked bank in Kentucky based on an independent survey. So if you want to bank with the best, bank with Fork Bank for a happier banking experience. Fork Bank, member FDIC. 
First Watch, the daytime cafe, is serving up good mornings to wildcat country. Here at First Watch, we begin each morning at the crack of dawn, slicing fresh fruits and vegetables, baking muffins, and whipping up our French toast batter from scratch. We use only the finest ingredients for the freshest taste around. Whether you want breakfast for lunch or lunch for breakfast, at First Watch, everything is made to order and freshness is never compromised. First Watch is proud to be the official breakfast of UK athletics. Go Cats! It started as a dream, and here they are. Moving day. Wait, isn't moving supposed to be stressful? Oh, that's right. They bought their home from Weikert. Their Weikert agent guided them from start to finish to make sure they found their perfect place. And here they are. Home. Dream. Move. Home. Weikert. Call your local Weikert office to make your move. Each Weikert franchised office is independently owned and operated. The Big Blue Dream is alive and well, and you can count on the cats to deliver the best performance possible. You can also count on Welch Printing Company, an avid supporter of UK Athletics, to deliver on all of your printing and communication needs. Like a well-oiled team, Welch has the personnel and commitment to consistently deliver your projects on time and on budget. Welch Printing produces award-winning litho and digital printing for your marketing and communication needs. Visit our website, welchprinting.com, or call us to learn more about how we can deliver more for you. Welcome back. It's the Big Blue Insider Statewide. We're in studio with Billy Rutledge, Aaron Gershon, Hunter Shelton, shifting back to basketball. Coming up tomorrow night, it's the Georgia Bulldogs. You'll hear the game right here on most of these same stations. I would think all these stations. And uh, the question now is, Hunter, I'll start with you. Which Kentucky team are we going to see? Uh, both in terms of you got to wonder about lineup, rotation, and, and the way this team plays. Uh, I go back to, and this is again before you guys were here, but a lot of people who remember Tubby Smith's best team was actually 0-2-0-3, the 126 straight. Mm. They came from like 8 or 10 down at Vandy. Tubby, I, we found out like years later, they kept saying, no, he didn't really do anything. He peeled the freaking paint. At halftime, that team went out and undressed Vanderbilt and killed everybody until they ran into Dwayne Wade and Marquette when when Bogans was hurt. Uh, but, you know, we were wondering, okay, is this a one-game thing? No, they kept it going. So the question I have now is, can this Kentucky team keep it going the way they did? That team back then did it with defense. I don't know if this team can do that. Yeah, well, Cal's version of uh, tearing the paint is taking the phones. So, yeah. Um, you know, Georgia, give Georgia credit. This first season under Mike White is going a lot better than I think anyone anticipated. Oh, man. I mean, they won six games last year. They went 1-17 in SEC play. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, they're a good defensive team, and they seem like they could pose UK some problems that we've seen, you know, rise up over this entire season. So, you know, are they going? is UK going to be able to take that momentum that they got from Saturday and, you know, actually put it on the court on Tuesday? It, it's it's a good question. Yeah, if you play defense, you should win this game. Georgia's not a very good offensive team. I think they're 207th in score points. But how are they winning? Uh, they're winning by grinding it out. They won 62-58, right. So held I Mississippi think you've got to hold them. You what? Hold them. I, I believe so. Them. Yeah, they're not scoring. Uh, Mississippi 50. can't score either, but yeah. Yeah, no. but still. Yeah, no, that's very impressive. The no, four Georgia's of us and somebody else yeah, can no, score Georgia's 50. Doing a great, <laughs> Georgia's doing, yeah. I think they're 47th in country in points per game. Yes. Lot, so they're, they're having a good year on defense, so the offense has to do. Yeah. Has to, uh, something's got to give there, but I've, I do feel like, you know, Kentucky, if – 
they can get the right lineup and you have your shooters on the floor you should be able to score enough and your defense needs to take it home and it stinks that like remember what cal said early in the year i hope we should be scoring 80 every night i don't think they're gonna do that tomorrow no, no but, but he's ratcheted down the yeah. offense on purpose right and i think and it's is, helped him this is gonna be one of those i think rule of 71 games right where yeah. if you get to 71 you should be able to that win this one. yeah this is what does kentucky do when that inevitable four to five minute scoring drought pops up because yeah. georgia like you I said, know what it, you do you hit your free throws there you go you but, get to the line yeah you do have to get to the them. line because they aren't good at that. They like, were very good at it at Tennessee. But right. Be here. physical. Yeah. I'm just curious on why it starts at 9 p.m. and not 7 p.m. You know why. TV. Thank you. Uh, they oh answered my. all your questions. Well, money and TV I'm, and they hold hands. I know it's money and TV, but like, why? It's brutal. Because everybody's birthright is to see every game on TV. <laughs> well, the game on before on ESPN is Kansas-Kansas State, and that's, that's a central, central time, time game. That makes and more sense. And that's going on at 7, and this is a yeah. night. So, but know. that carries more into prime time. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. You're right. It's the worst. Ah, I know. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And Be there's a lot at of them this season. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know what's interesting is you go back and look, Georgia, uh, under Crane, nah, didn't happen. Oh, no. um, Awful. You know, now he's making money doing TV. <laughs> there you go. But had Anthony Edwards, who was a talented guy. Number one overall pick. Another cautionary tale. You know, just because you get a guy like that, that doesn't necessarily mean, <laughs> right? You had to build around him. <laughs> yeah, you know. You Simmons was the same guy. way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, this Georgia team is, like we said, they're not going to wow you on the offensive no. end. I mean, uh, no, they don't have a guy like Edwards. That's my point. Yeah, right. They're no. winning, and they don't have yeah. an Anthony They Edwards. do have a very good point guard, though. I, I forget yeah. his name. Terry Roberts. The, Terry Roberts. He does a little – he's top five – or top six in the conference in points, assists, and steals. So he's a little bit of a do-it-all guy. That's right. Mike White is the coach of Georgia. Mike yeah. White. After jumping from Florida. Fled Florida before they fired him. Staying within the Kentucky. conference. What's that? It's not very good. Four and ten. Yeah, there you go. Well researched. Not not very good. Well, I like no. those stats. You know, if they didn't beat Tennessee, I don't know how many people would show up to this game. Oh, a hundred. There are cheap look. tickets, Billy. I saw there was lower bowl. I think section 44 as low as nine bucks on the game time app. So if you want a chance to sit in the nicer seats, lower bowl, and you're willing to take some caffeine late in the day and stay up, that's your game. Will that affect this team? Because I think that's, you guys were there. Did, did they not feed off the energy in Knoxville, even they though did. it was the quote-unquote negative energy? No. Because I know off. great players love that. Oh, Lance Ware was talking smack with the fans all was he? game. Yeah. And Plossick. Oh, yeah. And Plossick. thought yeah. that was going to come no, to blows at Lance, a point. That's, I do too. He was your enforcer, for sure. Yeah. Oh, he uh, wasn't afraid. No, he, he was one of the only guys who could look in my well, eye. That's what was so surprising, because they looked so defeated at Mizzou and Alabama. No! Sorry. End zone interception by Brady. Come on. Classic TB. <laughs> what was that? And that ruined my mood. Uh, <laughs> I'm rooting for the Bucks. But, Billy, what's the score as we go to as it's we a wrap six it up? 6-0, start of the second quarter. All right. Plenty Pray of time for, me, for Billy and the Bucks. Yeah. Billy and the Bucks. Plenty of time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's it. Good night from Lexington. to Big Blue Insider, presented by the Cat's Paws. Big Blue Insider was brought to you by Kentucky Utilities, UK Healthcare, Prairie Farms, Barney Millers, Mingy Beef Jerky, Boone's Butcher Shop, Northside RV, and by John's Run Walk Shop.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.